Hello and welcome to Juggling Podcast number 17. Uh, this is Luke Burridge. I'm recording this message in Berlin, but most of this podcast has been recorded over the past week or so in Nottingham because I was there for the British Juggling Convention. So what you can hear is lots of updates uh, I've recorded as the British Juggling Convention was happening. Lots of reviews about different things that took place uh, as they went along. The WJF, the British Young Juggler of the Year, all the shows, the games, and just chatting to people in the gym, getting lots of opinions. And uh, yeah, it's not just me. Don't worry about that. There's uh, uh, my brother Nathan gets involved. So does Polar uh, and my father too. And then guest interviews and opinions by uh, from Wes Peden, Aaron Gregg, uh, Adrian Pohl. Um, Jeff Peden, Minnie Mansell, and also the final word of the entire recording session that I did at the uh, BJC goes to Peachy, who's been the main organiser of the convention for the past week, or for the past year, or for the past two years, or however long he's been involved in the organisation of the event. Um, so, yeah, a long podcast this week, because I didn't want to edit too much out, because I wanted to come to you live and raw and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, enjoy for the next hour or so and uh, I'll pick it up again at the end and give some of my high points and low points and all that kind of stuff wrapping up the the podcast at the end so uh, catch you later So welcome to Juggling Podcast number 17. This is the British Juggling Convention special. Um, So we're recording this in Nottingham, England, not in Berlin. My name's Luke Boage. Paula Brentler is not here at the moment because she's still asleep. It's a very early Wednesday morning. We arrived in uh, Nottingham, uh, flew in from Berlin last night, late last night, and... uh, I had a good night's sleep, and Polo, like I say, is still asleep. We're in a caravan with uh, Vova Galchenko and some other guy called Billy. Don't really know him. Um, and, uh, yeah, the convention hasn't yet begun. Um, but I'm just out shopping for a bit of food and some uh, batteries for this uh, little mini-disc recorder because we I was going to start recording our, our trip to the British Juggling Convention last night, um, but the batteries run out. So now everything's up and running, and so updates will be coming later. But first, a little bit about the site. I'm just walking around the site at the moment. It seems like there's a huge hall inside, a venue for the um, uh, Renegade and Fight Club and other things that are happening in the hall as well. Loads and loads of traders this year. It seems like everyone's turned out. They're expecting a, a lot of good... Uh, a lot of good business. Um, campsites on the outside, uh, I haven't really seen much of that. Actually, I've only really seen the, the main hall. But as I walk around today, I'll introduce the other spaces um, as we go. Also today, I'll be um, entering, I think, probably into the WJF uh, UK, um, otherwise known as the Wodjafuk, uh, or something like that, which sounds a bit... Um, bit rude but the would you fuck um wjf uk that is and i'll be uh, taking part in maybe in the rings competition and the three sixes competition um if i can be bothered so uh, yeah that's uh, some plans for today later on i will be organizing the fight club late at night but don't really have to worry about that too much that will pretty much organize itself later at least i hope so um yeah more updates uh, on uh, what i get up to and what polar and i uh, get up to at the convention later so catching up later on in the day um <laughs> had a look around the site went down and had a look at the wjf hall as well uh, polo was still asleep so uh, i left her asleep um and then your podcast mode. this is me and my podcast mode i'm having to think next to me is uh, nathan my twin brother hi nathan hello this is my podcast mode 
Okay, so uh, uh, yeah, well, I came down and watched lots of uh, prelims, and I wanted to do a prelim like straight away. Um, but apparently, all of the guest uh, people they did their prelims first, and then I did my prelim, and it went absolutely terribly because I was thinking, well, I just get up there and do the routine. Didn't really have a routine. I put together a ball routine this morning as well to do. Um, and found some music to put on and, and did it. And uh, when I was w warming up, ran through it, like two drops in the entire routine, looking pretty good. Uh, then uh, they turned all the lights off, everyone left, just me, Jason Garfield sitting there, and um, Ben Jennings as sort of like the prelim judge. They pressed the, the stopwatch, and I ran out of time before I finished the five club section. No, the five ring section, because I do ring the balls, five ring section. And yeah, the, the nerves really really get to you in that situation but i did qualify i know exactly for the um for the oh, three thomas Dietz shaved his beard off. yeah thomas Dietz better hair style at the moment didn't recognize him um we said to him he should yeah we said to him at dresden that we did just see say who's warming up in front of you in that tiny little space almost bumping into each other and stuff. oh yeah okay so we've got like seven eight jugglers there we've got jason garfield we've got toby walker we've got marco paoletti thomas dietz wes peden vova galjachenko all warming up in exactly the same place and uh and jason is wandering around trying to look efficient pointing lights around and stuff yeah, but they're in this like little playpen. They've put up these little walls around the juggling area since this morning, which I think I think it looks quite funny. Um, anyway, so I have definitely qualified for the three-club, three-sixties competition. So in a few minutes, I'm going to get up there. I'm actually last in that section, but I'm going to get up. And my aim is to get at least 22 um, pirouettes under three clubs and uh, not lose. I don't know who else is entering, but maybe 22 will get me not last place. Vova at last year's competition got 40 three club back uh, three up pirouettes in in a minute um so as long as i get more than half of vovas i'm be happy uh, anyway so uh, more update in a, in a few minutes after i finish the um, pirouettes competition <laughs> okay you join us now at the uh, wgf british open and uh, sorry the wgs british open we're uh, there's some problems with the carpets at the moment. Vova's just been and uh, and Vova has the same problem. Uh, he oh, yeah, didn't see that. yeah. He was. There's people tripping on the carpet. So Luke's just going up there now. He's a showman. He's getting some applause. One. No, no. He's just warming no. up over there. One warming up. Okay. Let's see if he can do it. No. One. Oh, good form. Three. Yeah, so he's moving back towards where the area in the um, the area of the carpet. Oh, and he's dropped. Oh, no, that's terrible. He's going to fall behind Six. if he's not careful. Seven. Okay, he needs to keep further Eight. forward because uh, all the champions Nine. so far have had problems with the carpets at the back of the performance Ten. area. And, uh, Eleven. Oh, he's very quick, though. Twelve. But his clubs are very... He's going for 22. He's going for 22. I think Vova just 15. got 33 or something. Fourteen. I think Luke wanted to get uh, half the amount that Vera got. Oh, and he's dropped again. His clubs are very, very high. He's not got the form of um, Jalkatik. Oh, he's almost there. 20, 21, but I think we have to take the ones with 22 off when he drops. Oh, a bit of comedy he's throwing in there. 23, 24, 25. Everybody's very quiet. Oh, that's time, and he dropped on his last one. But I think it might be 22, because we have to take... How many was it? 22. It was exactly what he wanted. Great. 
He got exactly 22. And so, Galchenko clinched it again. Your thoughts, Luke? Well, I said I was aiming for 22. How many yeah. did I get? 22. Yeah, that's good. How many well did I? I said also twice as many as half. No, no, more than half is over. And he got 36, so I'm quite pleased with that. Okay. Well, you were the only one who didn't trip on the carpet. How does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, but I sort of walked sideways into the barrier halfway through. So it's all right. Thanks. Okay, after an afternoon of sitting around drinking coffee, organising British Young Jungle of the Year stuff, and um, not watching any WJF stuff, we're now watching the WJVF Awards. And Next to me is Nathan. Yeah, hi. And just to say that there's a bigger audience here than there was for the WJF this afternoon. Really? Because this is not a lot of people in here, actually. But it's interesting. Now, this is the World uh, Juggling Video Federation Championships. So votes been cast about all the videos that have been posted on the internet for the last year. And I think we're up to videos that got four votes. No, five votes. Just seen Stefan Zing. And now we're watching Wes and Joe video number four. And uh, I'll update on the winner in a few minutes. Meanwhile, Void is um, having fun commenting on the videos himself and talking and skipping through the longer videos. But I've uh, actually forgotten how cool this video was. Um, Wes is really cool. Which He's I've so much younger there than he does today. He must have grown up quite, uh, quite a bit since then. Yeah, looking good. Um, also with us is Aaron Gregg, who may get some votes. Uh, and further down is uh, Pola. Um, but yeah, uh, updates in a second when we know who's won. <laughs> so in third place is is Aaron Gregg for his four two three in different locations. He's sitting right next to me here. Aaron, what do you think about your coming third in the video competition here? I was a little shocked, frankly. I thought uh, Norby Rings Three was going uh, to take me. Uh, I didn't really count the votes properly, so yeah, I'm I'm happy. But six people thought this was one of their top five videos for you in the entire world. So what would you like to say to the six people who voted for you this year? I thank you so much. And uh, this really is quite an honor to believe that six people like my video. I think you're tied in second place and you won a T-shirt. How do you feel about the T-shirt? Well, it's good because I didn't um, uh, pre-order a T-shirt. I was thinking about it. Last year I won a DVD, but I'd also um, ordered a DVD. So... It didn't make any difference, but now I've won a free shirt. You have something. Well, congratulations. Thanks very much, Luke. Thank you for these peanuts as well, Greg. They're very nice. Nathan will vote for you next time. So, uh, Aaron Greg got second place. No, third place. And take it out to a video that I also voted for. Um, got joint third place with him, so I guess they'll be having a T-shirt sent on the way. Now, in the background, you can hear some noise. Some people call that music, and um, I wouldn't anyway. We've just got through the really, really um, annoying part of the soundtrack of uh, the Vision Bot Manipulation Series number three, uh, The Room with Eric Albury, otherwise known as Eric Arberg. Again, for people who don't um, understand the alphabet from uh, Sweden. Anyway, so uh, I was talking to him about this, and he actually said the, the version of the music that we're hearing is the second version, because it's Oscar Rango's brother who makes the video, uh, no, Oscar Rango makes a video. His brother does the soundtrack. Anyway, the first version was a lot more annoying than this. No rhythm, nothing at all. And he says, okay, it's his brother. Can't do that. Too experimental. Come back with the second version, which is a bit more catchy, a bit more um, mainstream. So what we have is the minute and a half of, or three minutes worth of just 
ear numbing squeaking and then but this is a little bit a little bit this Nathan but um, Aaron Gregg said he was going to do a version of this video what's the version of this video you're going to do uh, it's going to be the noisy room and it's going to be all shaker cups and it's going to be a lot of dropping okay so that's the, that's the third um, no the fourth release of the vision bot um, series the um, the cup the shaker cup anyway enough of that we'll see who's in uh, first place in a second and now it's time for the winner. Is it? Is it recording? Yes, it's recording. 14 votes, which is way more than the second place. Woohoo! BJC t shirt for the winner. Come on, you can believe that. BJC t shirt. Woo! Yeah, BJC t shirt. Wow, 100 pounds for the top video. Yeah, it does. Money is the one that gets decided. Just tell us who it is, Void. Nathan says he's going to enter next year for the hundred pounds. Yeah, if I get hundred pounds to win and a free yes, ticket, or a free ticket to a uh, convention, it's all right by me. It's not going to be. It's not going to be Angie, is it? Okay. I guess it's going to be the imperfect circle. Is uh, winning the juggling TV. Woohoo! So, imperfect. So, I don't know why they've got so many votes. I can't remember liking it, but we're going to watch it again. So people collaborated, didn't it? Is that right? No, no, because the people who voted, I, I don't think anyone who was in this, because these are all like guys from Italy, and um, and I don't think anyone in Italian voted. But uh, here it is, the winner of the um, the the World Juggling Video Federation 2007 uh, competition, and we'll see how it goes. Again, I can't remember liking it, and I don't can't remember why it got so many votes. But mm, here we go. So uh, we we just left the um, well, we didn't just leave it. Hours and hours ago, we left the uh, the video awards. Um, circles of no, what was it called? Imperfect circle. Uh, one. Uh, what's that? Yeah, yeah, so I'm just doing my podcast, Nathan's sort of packing up. So what we've done is we've had lots of food, which was really, really good. And uh, in a few minutes' time, Fight Club is going to start. Now I'm hosting that and organizing that. Uh, but me and Nathan, we just did some filming. Nathan is doing a, a, a documentary about the British Young Jewel of the Year, and because I'm organizing that, he just interviewed me. So it's quite fun being interviewed by my own brother. Um, but that's cool. So we're just going now through, doing some Fight Club, which is the, the one-on-one combat tournament. See if I can get some cool people. Uh, there's Toby Walker, actually. I'll ask Toby if he... Yeah, we're going through there, yeah. Okay. I'm um, being told by Peachy that we're meant to be starting up now. So, um, yeah, we'll get the, get the Fight Club started. And uh, my aim is to win, even though I'm organising it. I'm going to enter, I think. That'll be a challenge, you know, beat Luke. Uh, but uh, Jochen from... wanting you to start now. Yeah. Jochen from Get the Shoe isn't here, so uh, the chances are that he'd have beaten everyone. Wow, there's a crowd here already. Let's get this thing started. So we've just had the Fight Club. Uh, I hosted. I got knocked out in like the first round. Uh, I did my, beat Marcus Furner, although I normally do. Uh, in the final was Wes Payton and uh, Aaron Gregg. I was expecting Wes to win. Gregg, uh, Aaron Gregg won. So Wes is with me here now. What do you think about the, uh, the, the defeat at the hands of Aaron Gregg? It wasn't a defeat, Luke. You got this all wrong. When I realized that the competition was not up to par, I just 
messed around. And besides, you took like th what three points away from me because I didn't qualify three clubs at the end. The, the the rule is that to show that you've controlled the pattern and you're not messing up and you're not dropping it, then you've got to keep juggling for five catches at the end, okay? And you continuously ignore that rule just because you wanted to get your cool little trick in at the end. But don't worry about it because by far you were the most stylish juggler. You got the most kudos points and style points in the entire thing. So doing a three up your wet into a scissor catch is non-control of the pattern. Well, if you do it after five catches or something like that, and I don't know, I can't remember you doing that, but often you just stop with a cool pointing action. Um, but otherwise, congratulations on your second place. Thank you very much, Luke. And I'll, I'll go up against you in combat some other time, I'm sure. One second, over here is uh, uh, Aaron, how was it? Oh, it was loads of fun, yeah. You really had fun? Yeah, no, I had fun. It's fun to, you know, get a little stage and do goofy things, like make fun of uh, Tempe's Japanese heritage with the headband. Oh, is that what you're doing there? Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was hoping that would come through, but I guess apparently it didn't, or maybe you were too busy looking at your note. Yeah, that's what I was going to shout at Mr. Miyagi when you put that band around your head and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I had good fun this evening. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd stuck around, seemed, uh, seemed quite into it. Now, is this a theme? Because like you say, last year at the uh, British Juggling Convention, you won sort of like eight of nine games in the actual game session as well. I tend to be a little bit competitive, uh, which I think you are. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, you know, I take it seriously. Uh, unlike Wes here, he seems to just be out to have fun. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how the games go. I don't know, some of these WJF guys make me a little nervous in the games. So. Well, like seven ball endurance and five club and stuff? Yeah, no, I was. Uh, I think I tried the seven ball endurance and I was probably about 50th last year. But uh, I did well at club balance. Yeah, I took out Peter Bone in the club balance. I did the long distance passing. I think I might have won combat as well. I don't know. You know me and Polo are organizing the games this year. I do know that, yeah. So you've got no chance of winning anything because we've only got so many t-shirts as prizes. At least let me win something. Just just one thing. Okay, we'll see what we can do. Well, thanks a lot, Aaron. Thanks, Luke. It's now uh, Thursday, the day of the British Young Juggle of the Year show. That's taking quite a lot of my time getting that organized. Another late entry as well. Um, some guy called, I think, John someone. Anyway, he wants to turn up and do it. Uh, but it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. And already this morning I've uh, done two television slots. Uh, one was for uh, East Midlands Tonight or Midlands Tonight or something like that. And I did lots of juggling. And they locked off the camera and I juggled in one place. And they moved to another place and juggled. and moved to another place and juggled. and moved to another place and juggled. So it looks like I'm going to be on, st on the, in the same screen juggling with myself a number of times. And then I actually talked about a lot about the, the BJC and invited people down to the, uh, the parade and the games and the, on the show on Saturday. Actually quite a good section, I think, compared to all of the other times when I've been on television with juggling and teaching the guy how to juggle. Uh, and now is another TV crew turned up from uh, BBC Kids News, Newsround, and, um, and they said, who do you want? And so I'm not actually doing uh, a lot of talking on this piece. Instead, they've got a guy called Rory, 12-year-old. I just found him in the gym, and he's been doing a full interview with the, uh, uh, with the Newsround crew, and someone just came up behind me and grabbed me. It's Polar! Yeah, who would have guessed? Uh, I'm just saying how I've done uh, two TV slots this morning already for uh, BBC really? News. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, but it's going to be a busy day today getting everything ready for the uh, British Young Juggle of the Year. Um, but I'm really, really looking forward to it as well. And Sarah um, Biscott, who is the only and first female juggler taking part, is really up for it as well. I can see her now in the gym practicing. So uh, more on this later. So we've done our TV bits, we actually carried on with the Newsround crew for a lot, lot longer. And we even did the things as like uh, 
uh, throwing the clubs around the actually passing the clubs around the presenter as he did a piece to camera, which is quite fun. Uh, we did the uh, throwing the ball from behind the camera onto him, so it goes from the studio to him, and he starts juggling and say, hey, here we are. And then at the end of the piece, he throws the ball back over the camera, and the person in the studio will then catch it. Great stuff. Um, all the classic things like that. But we had a lot of fun with the, group, the crew from Newsround. Um, we've come over now to the WJF Hall, and we're seeing the low... 360s, which means that they have this set up with four big tripods with them poles sticking up with a big bit of polystyrene spread across the top, and they juggle underneath this big, like, lowering roof of polystyrene and throw five rings, spin around underneath them, and catch them again. And it took loads of attempts, and then Jason Garfield did it with five rings. Last try. Yeah, it was actually his last try. It was very dramatic, actually, quite interesting to see there. Hello now, what we're actually here for is we want to see the, the Diablo competition to see William Wei Lang Ling or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> uh, the Taiwanese, we just saw him do some stuff with the camera in the gym and he's absolutely fantastic. His three Diablo stuff is so smooth. It's looked like someone's just drawn a picture of three Diablos and he's just holding it there, sort of spinning it around. It's just so smooth. So we're really looking forward to the um, Diablo competition. Uh, yeah, updates in a minute. Yeah, so now we are here in the uh, WJF and we're watching the Devil Stick competitions. Tempe's just been up, did a really good routine. And now Marcus Furtner has taken it his uh, go. And I think the crowd are really getting into this because they realise just actually how fantastic. <laughs> how fantastic Marcus Furtner is at two Devil Sticks. Pass it over to Nathan. Uh, I think he just showed, how be, uh, showed Tempe how it's meant to be done. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a nasty way to say it. Anyway. I, I always quite enjoy him when I haven't seen him for a while. Like, sometimes in the summer season, you see him at every convention, and you just, oh, you, you get annoyed. But now I haven't seen him for a while, and it's absolutely fantastic. I know, you always forget just how fantastic Mark is. But now we're going to go into the Diablo competition, and Zach Turner's going to go up. Now, he's the guy who came, he didn't win the British Young Jungle of the Year show, he came I second. I didn't know he would take part. I didn't know he'd take part either. This is all completely new for me. He actually won a, a, a show at the Crawley Convention. He's got four Diablos with him. Probably not going to be doing four Diablos, but I'm really interested to see how he does now at the WGF. Look out for, look out for the three in one hand that he's going to try. He's going to try three in one hand. Oh, yeah, uh, Nathan knows more about it. <laughs> yeah, Nathan knows more about it, because Nathan's been going around vid uh, videoing and interviewing these guys for his documentary about the British Union Jungle of the Year. I've got no idea what any of them are doing. I think it's great that he's having two shows today, like the, the British Young Juggler and the WJF. Two competitions. I mean, I don't think he's going to win, but I think he could do really, really well. I think he's got a chance. What, against William? No, I think he got a chance of coming second against William. I forgot he was entering. <laughs> Can't forget William. Okay. Updates when we see the winner. Okay, oh, we're just coming up to the end of uh, Zach Turner's routine here. And so far, he has just been absolutely, completely flawless up until he gets to his three Diablo low, like three low Diablo section, and he's he's dropped one on the floor. But um, he's doing his feeding the sun. Big round of applause for that, I think. Uh, one more mistake. I think that's where he's going to leave it. Flawless one Diablo. Flawless two Diablo. Really nice, smooth three Diablo stuff as well there. If he does that routine that well, maybe with a bit more performance in the British Young Jewel of the Year tonight, he'd be in with some, you know, because, I don't know. So uh, next up is Mark Cavalry. I'm really looking forward to good things from uh, Zach in the, in, in the future. Well, from, from Zach this evening. Okay.
So now we have William Wei Langling um, from Taiwan. He's just about to start his routine. The white shoes. Yeah, he's got he's got white ballet shoes. Let's see how he goes. Oh, lots of energy straight away. Straight into not an infinite suicide, just a continuous suicide with a pirouette with a behind the back, round behind the back, sun behind the back, uh, genocide up into the air, more pirouettes, flinging around, uh, too high, no handed genocide into a, a very nice presentation to the audience there, speeding up the Diablo now, and here he goes. Oh, he's snapped his Diablo string. He, no, he's not snapped the Diablo string, he's actually snapped his hand stick in half. Uh, anyway, his girlfriend just threw him another set of hand sticks. But please mention that he didn't drop. He didn't drop all the way through that. Now he's, he's actually got a a second set of hamstrings and now he's going super fast around the leg around the arm around the leg around this uh, an arm around the leg as well standing up more around the leg double pirouette <laughs> absolutely amazing genocide out to a string catch backwards infinite suicide um, he's using these really really short hand sticks is what he's using anyway now into his vertex section he goes straight into the the triple <laughs> the triple uh, Vertex Genocide, he's really not taking any princesses here at all. He's gone into the uh, string isolation with the whip out, a few suns, all of this in Vertex as well. Um, what's he going to happen now? A, a vertical stick grind with it staying on the string only by, uh, only by centrifugal force and a cat's cradle out. Very, very well presented now. Two Diabolos, he seems to have caught up back to his music again. Two Diabolos, pretty much faster than I've ever... <laughs> 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 Way to speed up some Diabolos, absolutely amazing. Okay, around one arm, okay, looking good. Around the arm and under the other Diablo. Very strange trick there, with a, an overarm trapeze kind of thing. Uh, speeding up the Diabolos again, gives me a chance to breathe. Wow. He's he is really fast. I've never seen it that fast before, ever. Uh, doing a hyperloop with a uh, overhead sun hyperloop pirouette kind of thing. Lots of lots of cross-armed back of the string kind of variations. Caught the string, caught the Diablo, threw it up again, caught it again. Very nice classical trick. All of this with his second, no, third set of hand tricks now. Two Diablos around the leg. Well, he picked up another set. Two Diablos behind the back with a sun to behind the back. <laughs> And with a sun, wow, like a sun around his body from behind the back to in front. Very, very impressive there from an amateur diabolos like me. Two in one hand, with suns behind the head. And he catches it, although he bounced one of the diabolos off the floor. Oh, he did make a mistake there. Um, that was the first mistake he's made since he snapped his diabolo hand stick in half. Although when he snapped his diabolo hand stick in half, he didn't drop. He did uh, around the head sun, twisting, lots of high throws. Oh, he's dropping quite a lot, actually. Um, uh, a lot more tricks than Zach Turner, but a lot more drops. Now, three Diabolos, and he's going from a, a trapeze start. Very, very low, very, very fast three Diabolo section here with with mini columns while he's speeding the Diabolo up with a, with a whip in, in one hand. A very lopsided pattern there, his, his left hand. So he does a feed the sun into a double sun, into a feed the sun into a one high... Uh, now I, I understand why Diablo is called juggling as well. It is, yeah. You can't doubt that this is actually juggling what he's doing there as well. Maybe he's going to go for that trick again. I know, three Diablos around the leg. It's a real pity that he messed up on that last trick because it was just so cool. A sun, or was it some kind of fan thing in three Diablos? Probably coming up to a big trick at the end here. Maybe he wants to go into a three high section. I don't know if he's going to do three high section. Oh, into a trick that we recognise from Dekel Azule. Yeah. But I think, to be honest, Dekel probably stole it from William. Woo! I like it stopping. Yeah. 
Really, really nice. Quite a lot of mistakes. I thought he'd be a lot cleaner than that, but fantastic routine. Really looking forward Maybe to him. Maybe the Diablo, like, breaking in half. Yeah, probably threw him out a bit. But uh, I can't wait to see the show on Saturday night. He's going to rock. The, 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 the snapping the Diablo in half is, in my opinion, the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that it actually snapped. It went up. He and managed he caught it on the stick. The, the, the diameter. Yeah, he just he, caught he didn't it have any stick. stick. He didn't have a hold of the other hand at the end of the string. He just caught it in a grind, just as a as purely spontaneously. So anyway, let's. Uh, it's a reflex. <laughs> yeah. So I think maybe Tempe is going to get up and do his thing. Oh, is that the end of the diablo competition? Yeah, Tempe is not entering diablo. So that was it. Just the three guys. Why isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I was really I looking forward. Was. To really looking forward to seeing Tempe. So um, I think that's about it. Okay. I, who do you think is going to win, Zach or William? Uh, Zach. You think Zach? Oh, Zach or William. I thought you mean of the two twins. Yeah. Um, William, of course, and then Zach. Yeah, okay. Nathan? Yeah, I think that's quite <laughs> apparent. I don't know why we're waiting for them to add up the scores. It's just yeah. obvious. But score we must, so let's wait. <laughs> okay, then. Well, we'll see who won between... Uh, uh, Marcus Furtner and, and Tempe as well. Oh, just a note on the judges, they actually got Dornby out to be uh, one of the guest judges for the Diablo competition, and Holger, who's a, uh, a really good two devil sticker in his own right from Germany, was there to uh, judge the devil stick competition. So they do get the experts in to, uh, to say who's best, although I think the audience could pretty much say. <laughs> anyway, more later. Okay, so the, the British Young Juggle of the Year show has finished. I was wanting to do an update before it, just before it happened, um, but the microphone that they gave me didn't have an on-off switch on it, and that was really, really important because I need to have an on-off switch. Um, and the only microphone that I could find which is an on-off switch is the microphone I'm talking into now, so I didn't have a, uh, a handy microphone um, at hand to record into it. So, the British Young Jewel of the Year, after loads and loads of setup, lots of different meetings and things like that, it was meant to be two shows this year. I'm so glad there wasn't two shows because it would have been just far, far too difficult and far, far too cramped. So we just had one show and I think it was a really, really, really big success. I'm not going to go into everyone who competed because I'd rather actually do that a bit later when my brain is working again. I can just say that the, the level of juggling in the UK uh, among young people seems to just be going through the roof. And the big, big star this evening, I just you can't mention anyone else, of course, is Adrian Pohl, um, who was just fantastic. He just did a fantastic routine. He did like three balls, four, no, did he four balls or three balls, five balls, um, five rings, down to three rings, up to four rings, then five rings again, finishing off with a super clean run of six rings, first attempt, qualifying run. All of that were just two dro drops. He got the audience going, he was standing on his feet, clapping to make the audience, you know, clap along as well. He got them going, jumping, prancing around the stage, absolutely amazing, 12-year-old. And of course he won. He won the judges' choice, and he won the uh, audience vote as well. What else did he win? Uh, silver. Oh yes, he won a silver award as well, of course, and the judges' choice. Um, uh, no goals this year. Anyway, Nathan, I'm going to pass you to Nathan. Nathan wants to say something. Yeah, AD didn't win just because he looked like a hyperactive chipmunk on stage, which he did a little bit. He was just... And he wasn't the best juggler. He just had such a good routine, and he just did it so well. I mean, he really deserved to win, and he really got the crowd going, and everybody loved it. I know, I just said a lot. Uh, we just can't say enough good things about it. Not just because he was a child. No, seriously. Can't say that often I, that's, that's not what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. He didn't win. He just had the energy and he had the routine. He had the juggling skills and it was all like this perfect little package rolled up into this 12-year-old ball. How do you say goose pickles? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> but goose pickles. Bowley had goose pickles. Mm. I, I had goose pickles. Seriously? <laughs> seriously? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it was, I yeah, again, absolutely amazing. So, so A.D. Pohl is certainly the star of the evening. The scary thing is, 12-year-old, he's got like another eight attempts at this show. He could just imagine what he's going to do. But the thing is, this evening, the judges' choice again came down to it, and I, and I do agree with them in, in many ways. No gold awards this year as well. Um, quite a few guys got silver. I think there's four silver awards. Now I've got this really, really hard task. Food, I think that's good for food. Uh, the really, really hard task of deciding who gets what money because we've got this big grant. Asian, um, oh, I'm not sure. How much money should I give him? I mean, we've got, we've got loads of. <laughs> you know, just watch, walking past a security guard with two balls in his hand, trying to juggle two balls, or not trying to juggle. He was just sort of standing there. You can see that when there's no other jugglers around, and he just doesn't want to get uh, embarrassed. He'll sneak a little trick there. And then, um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so w what to give out? I mean, we've got we've got literally seven hundred and fifty pounds worth of prizes to give out, and I can't just give it all to Adrian. Anyway, Nathan. Yeah, a couple of a couple of other stand-up things. Aaron Sparks did great, and uh, Norby, I think, were were good. They both got silver prizes as well, but I just I thought their routines were kind of they were standing out as well, outstanding. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Paula. I think Aaron's routine, like it was a great idea, and everything was fine but he dropped just too much I know again he couldn't even follow like the line of it because it was yeah. yeah, broken by these drops. I know, I do agree with that. It, it would have been a gold medal routine if he'd have done it like like half as many drops, or a quarter of as many drops or something like that, but it did one after another. Also, Tom Derrick had big, big hopes for Tom Derrick as well. He and when it came to... He forgot his routine. You could see it at the end. He sort of just faded away, and it was a bit fluffy as well. Um, I thought it could have almost have been worth a silver medal, but, you know, the guys, they the, the, the level is going up and up. What's that? Pete Thompson. Pete Thompson. How do you feel after doing the um, after doing the British Young Juggle of the Year? Tell me, tell us what you won and how you feel. Oh, I won the uh, the Durham Convention Award, uh, which will be fun. I haven't yeah. been to Durham before. Yeah, are you looking forward to that though? I am looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be more experience on stage because I haven't had very much. Uh, tell tell me what you did on stage. Just a few of the things that you did on stage. Oh, uh, complex three high sun combos. Um, some really crazy infinite suicide duicide stuff, which I wasn't sure I could do. <laughs> but I was very, very impressed as well, and you had a cool costume too. Yeah, I was, the costume was a bit of an afterthought, uh, but it seemed to fit with the, with the act. Yeah, it did, it fit with the character as well. Also, uh, what do you think of the guy who won the, uh, was it uh, John, uh, John Booth, who won the, the, the best trick competition? I haven't really mentioned that so far. Tell us what he did and uh, why he won. Uh, it was a, a two Diablo... Um, skip whip type thing wasn't it it was very 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 impressive that he managed to do it sort yeah. of live but it, it's a, it's a, a luck thing as well but don't knock it it's very very impressive yeah it was very very impressive and it was almost one just because of the pure crowd reaction i mean it's just you can't keep a trick like that down anyway peter thanks a lot for for speaking see you later man anyway um well i've lost shona uh not shona polar oh I get my girlfriend's name mixed up with my brother's wife's name. Uh, lost Nathan. Uh, so I'll sign off now. Let's talk a bit later. So it's later on Thursday evening. British Young Jugglers long gone, although we have spent the last few hours talking about it. What you're hearing now is a round of applause from uh, for West Beaton. It is the Eurovision Juggle Contest, otherwise known as the Britovision Juggle Contest. In other words... And he's got the 1969. So. The yeah, so what's happening is that they're playing music uh, which is from the, the British entrance to the Eurovision Song Contest and someone has to get up and juggle for as long as possible, entertain the crowd for as long as possible until people raise red cards in the audience and Wes is doing his thing with clubs 
and the audience are going wild because Wes is actually just fantastic. That's because he's just fantastic. It is because he's just fantastic. And he's continuously entertaining. He did really well last and night. And he's actually funny. Yeah, he's, he's funny and entertaining guy. And his juggling skills are just top notch as well. So we're really enjoying Wes. I reckon he's got a good few minutes to go yet. Did you know that he started juggling with five? When he was five, not with five. Oh yeah, when he was five. <laughs> four hours a day. Yeah, he was training when he was five year old for four hours every day. No wonder he is this good. He actually can pick up from the floor more entertaining than most people can juggle. He's getting cheers when he drops consistently. Cons yeah, con I can't speak. That was Nathan. He can't speak. Anyway, uh, more updates on the British Young Juggle of the Year and, uh, and Wes Pearden's entry into the Britovision Juggle Contest in a few minutes. So Wes is doing a thing uh, with rings now and he's, he's still entertaining. Uh, Nathan had just said something which was quite cool. Yeah, this is basically what he was doing this afternoon at the, uh, the WJF exhibition session. But as you can hear, that uh, this is a lot more fun than what he was doing this afternoon, even though it's basically the same tricks. Well, it is basically the same tricks, but he doesn't have the sports juggling uh, restrictions. Um, he stopped before he got all his red cards. Yeah, not only are there nobody is, not enough people are holding up the red flags, but he's stopped and gone into the audience and they're almost giving him a standing ovation to get him back up on stage. Ten... So, his... 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 He, he, he went... So, he, he did really, really well. But fantastic juggling there. Okay, let's see who goes up next. No idea, but let's check. So... Yeah, I was just uh, just seeing um, Tempe. No, no, I was. I was just enjoying that so much. Tempe was on stage, looking really, really good. Lots of different clubs. And then William Wei Lang Ling got up and we went through his routine. Actually, I talked through his routine at the WGF, and it was like there. And when he finished it, like everyone's good. This time he went on 16 minutes 26 seconds in the in the juggle contest. He and, and he stopped. And he stopped. Only three people or four people held up the cards, and it takes 11 people to hold up cards for them to send them off. But yet and yet nobody did and so 16 minutes later he left the stage and he was doing mad tricks and again what Nathan wants to say yeah he doesn't drop Diabolos because when he makes a mistake he is so quick that the Diablo falls and he catches it before it hits the floor he did it twice in that routine he only drops when he's got more than one Diablo when he's doing two or three Diabolos is the only time he actually drops and he doesn't really drop very often then either um, so it was absolutely amazing to see and huge standing ovation for him at the end there as well and trying to follow him on stage is uh, Aaron Gregg so good luck to Aaron yeah good luck to, to get over 16 minutes even Toby Walker at the first Eurovision where he went like 15 minutes he you know he didn't get standing ovations like William does anyway what Nathan just said before that this is exactly what the WOJF could be if they made it exciting or anything like that Nathan's nodding to me over there uh, and it isn't I mean, you don't get standing ovations like that at the WJF, except William did last time he took place. So, um, yeah, let's see what Aaron does. It's now uh, Friday morning. I was up, uh, well, not too early, just a few hours ago, after a quite a late night, sitting up chatting a lot about the British Young Juggle of the Year and also watching the Juggle Vision Contest or the Brito Vision Juggle Contest. And uh, did you see any of that last night? Uh, nope. I think it was way past this guy's bedtime. This sitting beside me is, of course, uh, Adrian Paul, who yesterday stormed the British Young Juggler of the Year competition. He didn't only just win the, uh, um, the People's Choice, he also won the Judges' Choice as well for a super clean routine. Adi, tell me a little bit about the routine that you did. 
Uh, well, it was a very fast and fun routine, like, and I went kind of wild on stage, jumping up and back and laughing my head off and singing to the song. But yeah, it was a very fun routine and it was fun to do, that's for sure. And I just hope the crowd liked it and they clearly did. Well, Adrian has just summed up the reason why he won and the other guys didn't, okay? I said, what was the routine? Tell me about it. Did he mention a juggling trick? No. Did he mention a prop? No. He just said he went wild on stage, he had fun, and he hoped the audience also had fun. And I think that's the key to it, wasn't it, really? Uh, yeah. Well, tell us a bit about your juggling that you did as well. Okay, um, well, the hardest trick in it was probably five ring pancakes and a six ring run at the end. But uh, I wasn't actually going to do the six ring run. It was like a last minute sort of thing that I've added. So uh, I pulled it off in the end, but... Uh, what do you mean you pulled it off in the end? You pulled it off super clean first attempt, AD. Oh, yeah, well, first attempt. It's not usually like that in practice, though, so... <laughs> so you were lucky there, but overall just two drops in the entire routine. The cleanest routine of anybody else's. Uh, I don't know about the cleanest, but... It was, it was because we had people counting drops for another competition, the Spot the Drop competition, and uh, you had two drops, the next was Josh Turner, you know, did you see the first guy with, the, with his sight swaps and balls and stuff like that? Yeah, Josh Turner, I talked to him over the internet and he's just a really cool person and, like, he actually hurt his arm, like, right before the competition, so he did quite well. Yeah, he did. He was also super clean. Uh, but when it came down to it, the judges uh, thought, who will get the judges' choice? And um, there are some people who did, had some really, really nice routines, but really bad. Aaron Sparks would have been in there for the judges' choice, but he was just a bit droppy. I mean, of course, he's been doing lots of uh, work at the Circus Space production recently. But uh, it was amazing that they just uh, they went for the same choice as the audience. So, AD, do you know what you're going to win yet? Uh, I don't have a clue. I think I might win some money. Well, this is sponsored. You do have a clue, yeah. Well, this has actually been sponsored by the Arts Council of England, okay? And they've put aside a certain amount of money to go to, uh, well, to the winner of the judges' choice. That was specifically what it was going to be. And it was going to be about uh, £200, but because you won the uh, audience choice as well, I'm going to be giving you £300 from the Arts Council of England. What do you think about that? Well, that's really great. And thanks to the Arts Council, because uh, if it's not for them, then I won't be winning £300. So. Well, the thing is, there is a, a small little, uh, um, you know, uh, I just say caveats or something like that, which means that if you uh, spend it, you've got to spend it on juggling, would you believe? Well, there's not much more to spend it on because juggling is my life, people. Juggling is my life. <laughs> you've got to spend it on, on developing yourself into being a performer. So you've got to spend it on a costume, on promo material, on new props or whatever you want to do. Um, so uh, when, you, when you spend the money, you've got to tell me, uh, you've got to get back to me and tell me what you spent it on, okay? Well, I'll probably spend it on some props, so yeah. That's cool. So uh, will we see you back at the British Young Juggle of the Year show next year, Adrian? Uh, probably not next year because it's just lucky that it's in Nottingham this year and I live quite close to Nottingham. But maybe when you're a little bit older you're going to come back? Yeah, when I'm older I'll come back. And that's a cool thing. You've got a few years ahead of you. You're, you're 12 now? Yeah, I'm 12 and I've got a whole life ahead of me to uh, progress and get better. Wow, well, I wish I was as good as you at 12 year old. I think a star was born last night, Adrian, that was you. So um, congratulations on your win. <laughs> well, thanks. Luke's just um, starting his uh, routine. Comedy act. <laughs> he's his comedy act. He's really playing the audience and he's not even started yet. <laughs> right, here he goes. He started with a, a five ball multiplex from his from his arms. Right, in fact, I'm not going to commentate because uh, I don't know what he's doing. But nothing can go wrong because Funny Bunny is with us. Funny Bunny, say hello. <laughs> also, nothing can go wrong because I reckon that Thomas Dietz has just won with the first half of his routine. Oh, it might have been Vova. Anyway, we'll, we'll give you a quick update when, when he's finished his routine. First, we have to cheer. <laughs> 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 
This is great. Luke is just so taking the piss with that song, with juggling how I like it. This uh, the lyrics of Luke's song that he's playing to. And it the guy in the jury is holding his eyes closed with his fingers. Uh, finger. I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the lyrics of the hear the lyrics of the track that Luke's playing here, but it is it is so anti. <laughs> it's so anti WJF. <laughs> I'm sure he'll go. I over love you for that, Luke. <laughs> I'm sure he'll go over the words after he's finished. Anyway, he's going to try. Uh, he did a long one of seven balls before, and he's going to do uh, an attempt at nine at the end. So, all right, we'll see how that goes at the end. I want a baby of you. <laughs> that was Polar just there asking for Luke's baby at the end of that routine. <laughs> What did you think of his routine, AD? Uh, it was different, different, very different. But it was good. It was good. I like the uh, Mills mess in stacked, like stacked multiplexes. Okay. Well, who do you think won that competition overall? Fun-wise, or <laughs> fun-wise, I think it was definitely Luke. <laughs> I can't speak. That was funny. Right. We have to giggle very quietly because Vova's back on stage with his rings. We'll talk later. Bye. Well, uh, yeah, that was Thomas Tees just filling a very finishing a very clean routine. Yeah, very, very nice. Yeah, all the. But the funniest of all is seeing Marcus in the audience, like really feeling with him as if they would be a couple. Really funny, like <gasps> oh no, oh yeah, oh yeah, you mean? Hey, Luke's up with his multicolored flashy rings. Let's hold the signs up. Quick, get you, get your L, L U K E. Go, Luke! I think most people are ignoring that, so well he's just warming up, we'll we'll see how he gets on at the end of the routine. I think he's doing fine. I hope he's doing fine. Good colour changing ring trick here. <laughs> right, see you later. <laughs> well, uh Luke's just finished. I think he's got a few seconds left though. So he's going for what's that? Seven? Yeah, pull down maybe? No. Pull down. No. no, just a clean run of seven. That was good. What do you think, Polly? I enjoyed it. I think he started very strong and later he got a bit droppy. Yeah, it was good. What do you think, Adi? Yeah, it was better than his ball routine. <laughs> <laughs> so what's his chances of winning this uh, this event then? Uh, well, the other competitors got, but he's good taste. <laughs> It was and I'm glad he take it like kind of serious this time. Yeah. Because I think it's actually not really si sure it's funny to take the piss, but it's actually not okay because we don't want them to take the piss no. about us. So no, he, he, he shouldn't. He wasn't taking the piss. He was just taking it lightly. That's all. Yeah, but I I think it was very close to the edge. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's something serious for them, and I think it's it's not fair. At to the do beginning, that. at the beginning when he was. Uh, Doing a pretend swing around the around the thing. Yeah. Nobby was looking very. Nobby's judging this event. He yeah, was he was so embarrassed. <laughs> He's like almost holding his head in his hands. Anyway. Maybe because he like says hello when he meets him and things. Oh, <laughs> sitting next to. Anyway, Jason Garfield's up now, so I hope he does well. Good luck, Jason. 
And uh, here we have the champion of the, the last events, the clear winner in stale points and cheekiness points, Luke Buried. Hi, yeah, I had fun actually. Uh, getting through the prelims and doing all that kind of stuff to sort it out was, um, it was not so fun, but actually when I was on the stage and, and people were laughing and having fun, it was great. I guess I'd come last in both of the competitions, but hey, to be honest, I'm really pleased how well my ring, ring juggling went. I got some really nice patterns in there, especially in the five ring pancakes. Nobody else did five ring pancakes. Um, quite so cool, and that's true. I think Jason did in the end. Yeah, no, but he did like eight throws and then stopped juggling. Oh, yeah, I did, okay. I did, you, I did you, you a, like twelve. I think twelve or fourteen and went back into yeah, juggling. Yeah, but it's again. not about going on juggling here, you know. It's no, a no, and no, stopping. no. It's not. It's actually about going back into the pattern and qualifying the pattern oh. afterwards. So there. Oh, okay. uh, also with this is uh, is my father, Daddy Blue. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> saw you on TV last night, and yeah, saw you on TV on um, news round. Yeah. Us. They called us. They called us. I didn't realise everyone had gone to see it. Family. Yeah, and uh, and, and Polo as well. We're doing club passing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Everybody laughed. Uh, we, well, Shona and and your mum laughed very much at you when you did your thing and you sort of went. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work very much on the podcast doing actions about what I did, but uh, yeah, and he did his classic end of routine finish grin, and uh, it was waiting for applauding people. Yeah. yeah, and there was no one there to applaud because it was a. Uh, TV, but uh, from all accounts I've heard, it was quite a good little report there, Luke. Well, that's cool, actually. Yeah, I guess I was on, new, on the TV twice, once on East Midlands local news, so nobody saw that at all. Um, but yeah, the WJF so far, I'm, I'm guessing I'd give the win for the rings to, uh, what do you think, Thomas, Jason? Not sure, either one of them two. Thomas. You think Thomas? Yeah, I think Thomas as well. But then again, Jason did do like a, a six ring, six up pirouette uh, with a cool, I know, but I guess the cool collections and carry on don't count, is it? It's the cleanness. Um, so he lost points for the yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. But okay, well, I would have given him points for the cool recoveries. Right. The coolest thing today, Jason went for an attempt of eight rings, and as he threw it, one whizzed behind his head, shot into the crowd, and Vova caught it cleanly at the side of the stage. Yeah, just before it was going to smack straight through the side of his head as well. <laughs> so it was uh, very, very interesting. And uh, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's now coming to the club competition. I probably won't sit through the club competition. I'm going to go back to the gym, I think, because uh, well, I just watch the DVD later, I guess. So. Um, yeah, that's my WJF experience. More about that later. One, two. One, two. Okay, so it's now uh, later in the evening on Friday uh, after the WJF. Uh, we went and had food. Me and Paula and my father turned up and my brother and uh, all that kind of stuff. So we had a really, really good, nice meal and sat around chatting with a guy called Billy, um, an author and journalist from America. He seems to be writing a book about the juggling scene, which uh, sounds quite interesting. So, uh, and then after that, I went and did a bit of juggling in the gym and I uh, with some ring juggling and I saw... Um, uh, the uh, Gandinis and Yaki and Katty and Sean, uh, they were doing lots of ring juggling, 16, 18, between three of them. Very, very impressive. Then I realised I was late. I had to go and perform in the British Cabaret Show. So I came down here to get that set up and I was so tired. I had drunk a little few bits and pieces with, with the meal as well and saw the show. No, I didn't see the show. I actually fell asleep backstage which was really cool. Um, so I got a good power nap because I've been absolutely exhausted. Uh, and I was second act in the second half, which was quite good. And uh, it went down really, 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 really well. I did my um, three ball and coat routine. Um, and uh, yeah, got a really, really good reaction. Lots of people saying it's cool. And then after the show, Luke Wilson explained to me, or uh, convinced me that this is the first time he and I have ever shared a stage together. Do you know that, Paula? Uh, yeah, I know that because you told me at convention because you didn't perform perform and you said oh no that would have been the first time ever that I performed with Luke did I say that then yeah. I can't remember saying that 
Anyway, so uh, anyway, Luke just said the same thing back to me. So uh, this is true. Uh, but Luke thought I, I, we'd done something together on, in Brighton, but it, it's not. It was not true. Um, so uh, there you go. Uh, but it was a good show. No, was it a good show? I didn't actually see a lot of the show. I really, really enjoyed. What? It wasn't a that good show. It wasn't a that good show. But I really enjoyed Luke Wilson's uh, act. He did something, and me. I looked, and I was the first one. I was the first one on my feet to give him a quick standing ovation, and I looked round to see who joined me, and the only person. The other, only other person to stand stand up and uh, give him a standing ovation was Nathan. Nathan obviously really, really enjoyed Luke's show. Then lots of other people joined us. And you do know that me and Nathan were the pe- first people standing up for Luke in the standing ovation. It was uh, it was quite fun. Yeah, it was good. Um, and then at the end of the show, they go, uh, me, we're, like all the artists were ready to go back on stage. And the compere just goes, um, thank you very much for all the artists in the second half. There's a fancy dress competition or something going on in another hall. Bye. And everyone by the side of the stage was like, uh, no. Um, and that was it. I had my finale trick ready where I trip over my coat and everything like that, and it didn't, uh, just didn't happen. Well, you can do it tonight for me. What? A private coat tripping <laughs> session in the caravan. Okay, well, thanks a lot for that. Anyway, that's probably the last thing I'll do this evening, podcasting wise. So uh, see you tomorrow at the games or something. So it's the end of Friday, and I can't remember when the last update was. Oh, yeah, it was at the end of the uh, British cabaret. Uh, between. Uh, since then and now there's been a Renegade show which was uh, alright it started quite well but then got a bit tedious quite quickly did you see much of the Renegade? yeah I watched the entire Renegade show well this is uh, with me now is uh, Jeff okay uh, where's his father Jeff Payden Payden? Payden 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 like you say Eden with a P okay so uh um, uh, also Wes got up he did his ring routine and club routine and also he was involved in something that my brother organised Nathan organised which was the, the what was it called do you remember? Oh, he had so many different names for it. What was it? The world juggling different objects, random something, something, something. Oh yeah, it was the it was the everyday object oh, okay. manipulation and juggling federation or something. <laughs> so what happened is you just open up a box and someone has to pick something out and just do something creative with it. And uh, there was uh, Je- uh, not Jeff, sorry, Where's up there and Aaron, Greg and Tempe and me. And Nathan opened up a box and uh, Aaron just reached him, grabbed something, and you have to do something and. Uh, and Aaron picked out a shoe once, and he sort of he did a he did a three shoe cascade using his feet, but not actually juggling them, just putting the shoes off, and that's it. Um, but I actually managed to win, and I think one of the main things that won it for me was uh, I pulled out a drill, and then so I, I picked up a hula hoop and put the, the the hula hoop on top of the drill and started drilling, and the hula hoop span around. It was. Uh, and then, I, and then I climbed through the hula hoop while it was spinning. And I think that's what won it for me. Uh, but actually, I, I was just wanting to talk. Uh, was Whoa, okay. Wes, come here a second. Wes, come here a second. Uh, we've just been playing combat after that. That's what I was going to get onto. Really great game of combat. And Wes has just walked up and he's got a yellow T-shirt on with red marks on it. What happened? You hit me in the face. I hit you in the face. You hit me in the face. I can't remember. Oh, yes, I do remember doing that. I did say sorry at the time, though, didn't I? Yes. I didn't realise you were bleeding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, wow, and his clubs have actually got uh, uh, red uh, blood marks on them as well. So, so let's talk a bit to, to Jeff, uh, Jeff and Wes, if you want to talk as well. Oh, oh Jeff, uh, Wes is going for a drink. So, Jeff, what are you doing here, and uh, how, how come you're over here with Wes? Uh, well, we're over here because Wes was competing in the UK Open, and he was invited to be in the public show by the BJC. So, uh, so what did you find? How do you find the British convention so far? 
Oh, it's just phenomenal. Uh, there's there's so much going on. I, I was telling somebody it's like like the Disneyland of juggling. There's you you can't get it all done in a day. You have to come back another time. It's been really great. This is actually I think a day longer than most of them. So we've actually got an extra day worth of events of Fight Club and stuff. And to be honest with me, the the, the extra day is like you can really notice it because normally you arrive and you're here like a day or two and then there's like the public show and then that's it but now we've got that you know you can really relax into it a bit more and Polo's really fine this is a holiday how are you enjoying it like as a holiday because uh, you're not working at all are you well I'm supporting Wes which is sometimes sometimes seems like work taking care of uh, food and stuff like that. but no it's a great holiday there's you know great music and stuff and the shows every night yeah the, uh, the the Young British Juggler show was phenomenal, and the British Cabaret tonight was awesome. Yeah, it's been really good times. Good times. Cool. Are you looking forward to the public show tomorrow? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's going to be a, that's. I was so excited when I looked at the lineup. It's unbelievable, all the people they have. I know. It's just a fantastic list. Of course, I'll run down a, a full... Uh well, full lineup of the show, really. I'll, I'll go through that later on this podcast as well. Uh, anything else that we want to say to um, people listening to the podcast? I think you listen to some of these podcasts, don't you? Yeah, I've listened to quite a few of them, in fact. <laughs> While you're traveling. Yeah, yeah. Wes usually sets them up for me when we're driving to shows and stuff. So, uh, uh, wow, I don't know. Uh, you know, if you, haven't, if you haven't gotten your passport to come to the BJC next year, then, then start working on it now because it took us a few weeks. So get your passport and think about coming to the BJC next year. I know it sounds like a horrendous advertisement, but really, American conventions aren't the same as European ones, and you really ought to check it out. Well, thanks a lot for that, and uh, more updates on Saturday later. Because it's already Saturday, but, you know, like Saturday day. Uh, see you then. Yeah, yeah 3.30. Is it 3.30? No, the clock is actually... Oh, no, it is 3.30. I was late for a meeting today because the clock in the gym is an hour uh, wrong, and it's the hour wrong which makes you be late for something rather than the hour wrong which makes you turn up early for something and be, like, super... Um, Super cool. Uh, so, um, yeah, more updates later. It's Saturday afternoon. Me and Polo have got the bus down into uh, the city centre and we're going to be hosting the game soon. But before the games, we decided that we wanted to eat some breakfast. Well, we've already had some breakfast, but we want an English breakfast. That's the thing living in, in uh, Germany. You don't often get your big English breakfast with all the... Uh, with all the bits and pieces on it, with the bacon and sausage and eggs and beans and everything like that. Uh, so we found a nice restaurant, a nice cafe, and uh, that's what we're doing. So uh, uh, Pola is now drinking tea, and we're just waiting for the food. Uh, the thing is that I'd like to say is that the thing that really always annoys me about this kind of situation at uh, juggling conventions, especially British conventions, is that you're forced to get down to the, to the city centre really, really early. I want to get the bus down and just see the games or get the bus down and, and just see the show. But what they do is say, OK, last bus, 1 o'clock. So you have to be in town from 1 o'clock until 10 o'clock at night. And it's like the main day of the convention and everything happens in town. And after the games, there's still like another two hours before the show starts, which is great, but maybe... I want to spend that two hours juggling in a gym, and but there's not really the option because there's no buses to bring you down into town. So um, that's the one thing that gets always gets me about these British juggling conventions. Uh, but the sun is shining. Um, there's a huge crowd in the city centre already. There's workshops going on and shows and street shows going on, and we'll be starting the games in about an hour's time. Um, and more updates later on when we see that. Uh, we've just. Uh, we just finished the uh, the games and we're in the theatre. Mini, how many people are in the theatre for this evening show? Uh, there's about 1,450 people in here. 1,400 people? Uh, we've run out of passes on site. We had 1,000 passes and the venue sold over 400 tickets. And uh, there's three tiers to this theatre and, and uh, how many uh, I mean, is it how many people fit in the theatre? The, the theatre seats 2,000. The stalls we're sitting in seat 800 and they're full. We've now closed the stalls and the first balcony 
He's also full. Cool. Seems yeah. really good. <laughs> so, as I said, we're in the theatre now, and uh, and uh, the games have finished. I hosted the games, and I'm absolutely, completely, utterly shattered. Now, me and Polo wanted to do it together, but we only, in the end, had uh, only had uh, one microphone between the two of us. Polo was less involved than I'd like, and. Um, yeah, but it was a good game session, I think. At the moment, the cheering you can hear has nothing to do with the show. It's the pre-show balloon kind of uh, sculpting session. And there's these two beach balls being kicked around. And whenever they change the tiers, because three different tiers, a uh, big cheer goes up because there's another group of people who can play with it. Of course, they spend most of the time down in the stalls. Uh, let's see what's happening now. Yeah, the balls are going back and forwards. Some people are aiming to keep the ball down. Some people are aiming to throw it up to the stalls. Here it comes up to the stalls. And there'll probably be a big cheer. Oh, nobody cares anymore. Typical. Uh, yeah, so we're waiting for the show. The games are really, really good. And uh, hopefully the show's going to be fantastic. It's my first show that I've not taken part in, or first public show that I've not taken part in for four years. So I just need to stand here, sit here, and look down. Oh, I can just see Nathan and Dad, and uh, I'm going to wave to them. They, maybe they can see them down, and they can come down and sit with me down the front here. Oh, I'll call them. Second half is coming up. First half just gone, it's the interval of the show. And I'm so tired, and Polo's sitting next to me. How tired are you, Polo? I'm really tired, I nearly fell asleep. Uh, and because uh, the host is Steve Rawlings, who's a fantastic comedian, but he is a bit long in some places. Um, and Polo's having trouble understanding his uh, English, because he's like, he's a bit like that. Yeah, and it's really annoying when everyone laughs and you don't get the joke. Oh, well, you probably got the joke, but if you would have, if you'd have heard it, but you just couldn't yeah. hear the joke. Yeah. Um, but it is very much seems to be a, a best of Steve Rawlings uh, show uh, with lots of other artists as well taking um, highlights for me in the first half. Uh, Tempe's Devil Stick was pretty smooth. Um, Norby did a ring routine, which was uh, quite cool. Uh, one of my favourites is Janine, who did ball rolling and dancing a single one ball juggling routine. You enjoy that, Nathan? Yeah, that's the best one ball contacty kind of thing I've ever seen. That was just brilliant. Yeah, it is fantastic. She's got some mean skills with one ball body rolling. Uh, and then closing off the first half was, was Wes Peden. And he was fantastic. I mean, he, he, uh, this is a combination of artistic and technical juggling. And it was uh, very, very technical with lots of very original tricks. And he finishes off with six clubs on stage. Made it look really, really easy. Yeah, sort of like maybe... Not a flash. Like no, not a flash of six clubs like I do. And really hype it up and make it build it up. And it takes, takes like me about 20 seconds to do six clubs. Actually him juggling. <laughs> yeah, like, but in two different patterns. He did a fountain and then just done this huge long run of six clubs in a half shower. Is it a half shower? Uh, like, yeah, half shower pattern. Um, yeah, it, but it, the music was very good because it, it, like just before he did the trick, it did this like click clock, like his tick tock and clock thing. Yeah, his mother writes most of the music that he ever performs oh. to, so it's it's it would be That's cool. yeah, especially his, a lot of his music is specially written. Uh, I think in combination with him and his mother to uh, to fit his juggling perfectly. Yeah, but you said you you like hype it up. I really think that music there just he, it was the hype, wasn't yeah, it? It was a tick, 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 and yeah. stuff. So that was really good. Yeah. So our first half of the show really, really good. Looking forward to the second half where we're going to have to, you know, they're going to ramp up the uh, technical level as well. We've had a uh, good acrobalance uh, routine. Uh, a bit of street show, bit, yeah, a bit of street show kind of thing. Just took too long. Yeah, and uh, we've had enough fire. And there's three fire performers as well. Uh, in the first half too which is uh, okay uh, but there was a spin cycle I really really like their staff spinning routine and then there was another uh, oh, oh, a what? it's quite unusual like normally girls go for like a bit sexy stuff no like, but these guys are sexy aren't they yeah thanks um, 
but that's so, not what I meant. Like yeah. girls play with each other to to like sex it up in a way. Yeah. And it's the first time that I saw guys actually actually doing that. Like in a juggling show, you mean? Yeah, in a juggling show and like really going for it and playing with their bodies to each other. Yeah, with it, they come up so close to each other and they're literally staring at each other. Their faces about a centimeter apart and they're swinging, uh, burning staffs around each other's body is quite homoerotic and the other sexy um, fire juggling routine oh poi routine wasn't all that sexy and I mean it looked nice enough filled a bit of time but I'd rather uh, see some yeah I'm gonna sound like the old jugglers complaints with the public shows I want to see more juggling but I know there's lots of good stuff coming up as well hopefully a fantastic Diablo act I reckon I think I think we've got a good Diablo act I think we've got a good three standing ovations to go in this show so uh, yeah more review after the second half and I'm a bit snivelly, as you can tell. I've completely lost my voice. I'm so tired, I'm feeling a bit ill. But the show is, uh, is keeping me awake, which is a good thing. <coughs> do you want to ask Gabby about the show? Uh, I will do. There. I will do, but I, for now we'll just record okay. the podcast. I've already pressed record, you see? Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, no problem. So uh, I thought I might as well just do a little update at the end of the, uh, the Juggle Monkey show. That's the, the BJC uh, public show. And absolutely fantastic. Easily one of the best juggling shows I've ever and seen. And I'm not tired anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I probably was a bit drifting off. But, you know, we, we only had one poi act in the second half. Uh, and that was actually Thomas Dears. I've seen it a few times before, but it went down really, really well we here. We had two poi acts. We had a fire poi. No, that was in the first oh, half, oh, I'm saying, okay. in the second half. And, uh, yeah, just a really, really good show. I, I don't know where to start. Oh, Angie, Hula Hoop, um, uh, was great. Uh, and other people, who, who else came? Oh, William Wei Lang Lin. And t it was absolutely fantastic. And I know it's probably because I'm, I'm absolutely shattered. I'm really, really knackered. And I'm feeling a bit ill and a bit cold. But I actually cried during his routine. I don't think I've ever cried during a juggling routine before. Uh, just because I thought it was so fantastic. What, I, I had me. a lump in my throat. You had well. a lump in, but in, fact, I, in fact, it was a bit dusty in here. A bit of dust got in my eye. No, I was actually, I actually <laughs> had to wipe my, wipe my eyes after that routine because I just thought it was fantastic. Sure, a few mistakes. It wasn't flawless by any means, but I just didn't, and just in that point in my, uh, in, in the convention for me, uh, feeling the way I am. Uh, Vova Galchenko, great stuff, juggling stuff. Use my track, my song to. Um, I juggle how you like it, like it track to juggle too. Yeah, uh, and if he would be a funny guy, it would have might got through with yeah. the joke but he isn't it's, yeah, so it's sorry a bit, a bit weird Jason Garfield was very funny like he always is on stage but yeah again, but I wanted to see him actually juggling like yeah, a he's bit more yeah a bit juggling but he you know it went, but he was he, funny yeah. yeah he was very funny you know some of the sketches that he has and the physical comedy that he does is actually very good um, yeah Thomas Poy and then finishing off with Get the Shoe uh, hey Nathan Nathan come here I said to Nathan before he says what's Get the Shoe I said just wait you'll see the best act you'll ever see what do you think uh, it was the best juggling act I'll ever see. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you ever at the moment, because it really is. It's just far and a better way, more professional, best choreography. And actually, they've changed it a bit since the last time we've seen it, haven't they, Polo? Well, because I, I know the routine pretty much off by heart myself. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely, absolutely fantastic show. Yeah. I, I saw them now for the second time and I thought they are great, but they are even better. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've cut out a little bit of the juggling and, and they've sure slowed it down. I would see it again, like in 10 minutes, I would even think, oh, it's even better than yeah, I thought. Yeah, it is. And they've slowed it down. They've taken, well, maybe not taken some bits of juggling, maybe made it a little bit longer and changed a few pieces. And it really works a lot better, a lot more, a bit more physical comedy with the two of them without juggling. Uh, they actually put down the clubs a bit more at some points and do that. And I think that's really great because they've become fantastic performers. Uh, Florian doing all his facial expressions yeah, in the physical it's comedy. It's so subtle, some, some of the stuff that he does. Nathan wants to speak. Yeah, they have to be so committed to every single move because every single move has a sound effect and stuff. <laughs> and what happens if they get... I mean, they didn't get a move wrong. 
They did. A, they dropped a few times, but they they but know it, so quickly yeah, how to pick up I and know, go exactly so into you it. You don't notice it in every movie. <laughs> and there's like wow, wow, wow. And there's sound effects for every single thing. It's absolutely brilliant. They it are is actually professional. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's so professional. And uh, and uh, and I said that if they went to the British Young Juggler of the Year, they would get a gold and probably the audience they, uh, choice the award. Things are a bit Latin. too old. They'll get the platinum <laughs> award if they enter the British. Um, maybe, yeah, but they're still cool. Hey, there's there's uh, Florian now. We're just waving him. Yeah, he's cool. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah, easily. I actually put the quote, and they've used it in all their publicity materials. It says, uh, uh, easily the best two-person juggling routine in the world ever. And that's what they have on the website. And that's my quote. And it still stands. Um, so, yeah, good friends of ours from Berlin closing the show. Overall, fantastic. More updates on the convention itself later on. Well, it's the next day after the day before. In other words, it's Sunday morning. Uh, I can't remember when the last day update of this was, uh, the podcast was, but I think it was probably after the show. And I was uh, quite overwhelmed by uh, Get the Shoe and actually how good the show was. The thing is, there were quite a few things in the show which were a bit, uh, a bit weird um, on, upon more reflection and chatting to people. It is uh, come clear that some of the acts are a bit too much like a renegade, but uh, it was cool because after, after Get the Shoe had finished, the, uh, we got back here and there was more renegade in the evening. Um, after the bus trip back, uh, Renegade, I, I did a little, you know, I saw a bit of it, but um, I was just really, really, really tired, um, uh, and I couldn't sit there and consume. I had to uh, relax in other ways, and and for me, that is like talking to people about juggling and about performing and about uh, all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, uh, had a really good evening just chatting. Early to bed, about three o'clock we got to bed, and uh, and then I got up again early this morning because um, it was really, really, really hot in the caravan. Um, and Donald Grant was snoring really, really loudly. Uh, but yeah, final day of the convention, just going around chatting to people, uh, not gonna probably do any juggling at all. Someone's just walked up to me, and it is my father. How are you enjoying the convention so far? Oh, it's been marvelous. And you're not a juggler at all, but how is it just to hang out? Oh, it's just great to hang out. It's just a lovely bunch of people here, and I just love it. And the show last night was spectacular. Uh, highlights on the show? Highlights for me was the shoe act. Get the shoe. Get the shoe. Uh, the second one would have been, was it William Lee? Yeah, William Ling. William Ling, right. Yeah, a and, diabolist. And the third one for me, which I got, which was fantastic, was Janine. Oh, the ball rolling. Ball rolling. It was strange, actually, because I would put William first, but then get the shoe, but only because I've seen them so many times before, and then Janine as well. I actually spoke to Janine last night and said, hey, fantastic, I really loved her style. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was... The thing was, it wasn't just hands, arms, it was total contact. Yeah, it was like, it was arms, head, legs, uh, and most people stop at sort of hands, feet, and head, but she literally used her knee, her, her breasts, her feet, everything. Everything, yeah, and her foot actually curled round the ball. It was amazing, wasn't it? That was amazing, yeah. So she could, because it curled round in such a, like a complete spoon around it sort of thing, she could do other, do things which I'm sure some other people wouldn't be able to do at all. Well, I'm sure I can't do them at all. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying the convention yeah. so far. Uh, what are you doing today? I'm just hanging out around here, and then I guess I'm going to go home. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I think me and Polo, we're flying back tomorrow evening, so we're going to pretty much have the full day of the last day of the convention here until about 5 o'clock when it finishes. So, uh, yeah, more updates about the, uh, the last day of the convention later. And, uh, and then following that, we'll do a big wrap-up of the entire convention with me and Polo uh, with some highlights and lowlights overall. So uh, that's coming up soon. 
so it's uh, I can't remember when the last update was. Um, although you've only heard it one second ago, it's been probably about twenty four hours since I spoke into this microphone. Uh, because pretty much the convention is over. Had a really good relaxing Sunday, many just chatting to lots of people, and then in the evening sleeping, chatting, eating, and then lots of sleeping. But now uh, it's the day after the convention. It's uh, Monday morning, and uh, we have a guy here called Peachy, and, and lots of people will know this guy as the organizer, one of the main organizers. I think the team leader of the BJC this year. Hi, Peachy. Hi, Luke. How you doing? Uh, it's also your birthday today. Happy birthday. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, someone said happy birthday this morning. And I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also uh, Toby Walker's birthday, so happy birthday, Toby. Well, that's cool. I just mentioned to you a great birthday. It was a, a successful BJC, and you said... Yeah, that was pretty much it. I gave birth, and uh, I'm happy with that. <laughs> and another birthday is getting your life, a birthday present, getting your life back as well. Well, tell me just a quick rundown. How did the BJC go like this year? I mean, uh, if you think it was successful, what the numbers were like and things like that? Yeah, yeah, it was very successful. We think about 1,000 people. I mean, not all of those were five-day people. There was a lot of um, one-day passes in there and obviously some kids and um, discount rates and things like that. So that's that's the biggest one for a a few years. You were budgeting though for about what six, seven hundred people though. Yeah, about seven hundred, and um, we didn't have that much extra costs. So uh, yeah, it's all gone really well. And uh, how many people were in the show on Saturday night? Um, I don't know. I didn't count actually. I suppose it's about ten acts, something like that. No, I mean not the in the on, in the show. I mean the attendance in the in the theatre. Yeah. Oh. um we sold uh, 450 public show tickets and we had uh, Arts Council England funding to advertise it and hand out flyers and we've been out every Saturday for the last four weeks handing out these flyers and promoting the show so that really paid off because um, usually don't get very many public to come so we also gave away quite a few free tickets because we knew we had a massive hall it was 2,300 seater and we thought we'd only have about 1,000 delegates at the most so you were quite generous to the local schools and to the sports centre staff and uh, um, just generally people who, who we wanted to come and see the show and see what it was like, yeah. Are there any big thank yous that you want to give out, sort of like the the top like three or four people that you say thank you to on the podcast uh, for just organising and uh, doing all this kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean there was there's some cool crew people, there's the Rand, Team Randall, Casper um, and Kev and Tony, um, I mean all the, all the Nottingham crew were, were fantastic and there's people like Mini who carry on the knowledge from year to year, Andy Vass doing the show and the programmes, we had Martin who was running the WJF and Cindy was in charge of the balloon modelling convention so we had lots of really good key people actually running the whole events you know so yeah they were a really good crew and we had lots of volunteers so the badge scheme really worked and that made a lot of difference for us so i'm not completely exhausted i'm just very exhausted <laughs> well peachy once again my thanks for organizing a fantastic convention uh, thank you any message for the people organizing it next year um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to pass on the knowledge. We're, we're actually going to try and maybe start a Wikipedia for the BJC and knowledge base, which I think was an idea of yours a long time ago. Um, I think just the continuing single websites, you know, to keep it going from year to year was uh, the idea. But a wiki, great idea, because then anyone can get up there and uh, leave information. Well, again, thank you. Thank you very much, Luke. So that was the end of the recording session that I did in Nottingham. 
uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, so let me just wrap up the convention. Now, uh, I have said before that the way that I tell, uh, or I used to say how, how good a convention was by how ill I was afterwards or how many days I was ill. Now, the, um, the EJC in 2004, I remember I was ill for about four weeks afterwards. The next convention I went to, I was still worn out. I was still feeling ill from the EJC in 2004. Um, this... I hope it's not going to be the same, but now, uh, three days after the convention um, is ended, or two days, what if it's Tuesday now, and I still feel completely, utterly knackered. I just listened back to the recording of the podcast there, and I realized that as the as it goes along, that my voice gets more and more croaky and more and more uh, rusty. Um, excuse me. Um, but uh, no, really, really good convention. Um, overall, definitely the best British juggling convention I've been to in many years probably the best since no definitely the best since uh, the BJC in 2000 um so some really cool things I'll just go through some of the highlights really uh first of all the British Young Juggler of the Year fantastic um doing my coat routine at the uh in the British Cabaret so many people came up to me afterwards and said that was one of the highlights of the show for them uh even though it's an old routine for me it's definitely getting tighter uh Get the Shoe and William in the public show were fantastic um I won the the everyday object uh manipulation and juggling creativity federation competition and that was quite good fun um what else did i enjoy uh, just hanging out and talking to loads of people and uh, meeting up with people and eating with people um which was which was quite fun uh, and finally just how many people came up to me and Paula and said hey we really enjoy the podcast i didn't know there were so many people at the british juggling convention who would enjoy that uh, specifically Paula was walking along she was talking someone came up to her behind her and said Paula, is that you she turned around, didn't know who it was, and uh, uh, it was uh, Colin Eberhardt from the IJDB, and he recognised Polar not because what she looked like, just because her uh, voice, which was uh, all quite cool. Uh, I think the one of the overall highlights was uh, seeing William at the, the Juggle Vision contest. Um, that was fantastic. That was a highlight for both me and Polar. Polar can't be here for this recording at the moment because she's working in Arkansas, so just after the BJC, which she found quite relaxing, and I found just... Uh, like uh, so difficult to keep on my feet to in the end of it uh, uh, she's got to now go and do a week of work in an office and I've got to sit at home and paint a new apartment and things uh, let's move on to the um, the low of the convention um, for me there was one standout low of the convention and that was actually an experience that I had with the WJF uh, specifically the, the WJF judges and um, and the the situation that I went through with them be- before I even got into the uh, competition. I'm not going to go into that now because I want to keep this podcast a slightly more positive. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll I'll tell a full story in full in a uh, in a future podcast, sort of concentrating more on the WJF. Um, other low points was just feeling ill and also Tom Derrick uh, he pretty much collapsed at one point because of lack of sleep he had worked many nights before the comp- uh, the uh, the convention and then when he got there not enough sleep and uh, the ambulance were called out that was another low point seeing all that happen um, goals of the convention might as well go through the whole thing uh, podcasting I wanted to do that and get lots of interviews and I did get a number of interviews um, so four really great interviews with lots uh, with different people and they'll be uh, available in future podcasts I think the next one I'm going to do with is either going to like release is either going to be the, the uh, interview we got with Thomas Dietz or with Charlie Dancy because both of them were really great um, other goals you know just to have fun relax and I didn't relax but I did have a lot of fun 
uh, and also just the the British Young Chuggler of the Year show, other shows, the games that I hosted, and the WJF just to take part and make my own opinions uh, up about the WJF and uh, first-hand experience on the WJF. I've got lots of strong opinions, but not right now. Crush of the convention, um, Wes and Jeff, really cool. Uh, also my brother Nathan and my dad who were there. That made they made the uh, convention a lot of fun to uh, hang out with. Jane, who was part of the organising team. Uh, helped out loads with the WJF uh, a guy called Billy that I met for the first time he's an author uh, uh, Aaron Greg again and William William Wei Lang Lin who was fantastic uh, like I say there's there's been very few jugglers who have actually made me cry um, uh, on uh, just by watching them and that's what they did Bane of the convention not not sleeping was my big uh, Bane um and smelly people as well not not i don't mean the specific people that i smell when poor but you know just the whole situation there you can get very very musty um in a in a big gym there uh and uh, finally for all of this uh surprise um uh, surprise is a category i like throwing into these things as well just so it doesn't end on a bane so um uh, surprise was uh, first of all Vova using my music at the at the public show. That was a surprise. Not sure if it was a good or a bad surprise because I just don't understand what he was trying to say with all of that. If it was a if it was a joke, I didn't really get the joke. If it was like uh, being antagonistic towards me, I don't really understand it and not very much. Um, so another surprise was William going for 16 minutes at the Juggle Vision contest, uh, uh, completely blowing everyone away and getting four standing ovations during it, uh, and probably a few more for me because he kept on making me jump up on my feet and just go. Wah! And uh, finally, final surprise was just, yeah, the podcast listeners, how many people and which people were listening to my podcast. Loads of people come and talk to us about that and uh, all of it, really, really good fun. So, um, yeah, BJC, uh, another one has come and gone. I'm really looking forward to the BJC next year, hopefully in uh, Sheffield. They get a good site. Um, next year, I will be uh, uh, organizing or be involved in the organizing, organization of the convention again, particularly probably the, the British Young Juggler of the Year. Um, yeah, I really, really can't wait. Moving on in the future, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know really. What what am I going to do to wrap up this podcast? Yeah, just say lots of great interviews coming up in the future, um, mod podcasts coming, and uh, yeah, maybe in a few weeks' time I'll do a, a podcast live from the new apartment from the first time. So uh, catch you guys later. See you soon. Mm-hmm.